I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I'm so tired and I can't stop yawning and I just want to sleep. So it is 10 p.m. On a Monday night. Yeah, we didn't record yesterday. Nope. Um, um, by the way, before we get into this, welcome back to Dads. I am Eloise. And I'm Jenna. <laughs> Your friendly neighborhood, Jenna. <laughs> Your friendly neighborhood, Dilf, is what oh. you are. <laughs> Own it, girl. I hate that, but thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm no so, one's dad. Um, it's Monday. We didn't record a podcast yesterday. Yeah. Primarily because I think I like left for lunch and then didn't come back till like two thirty in the morning. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> so yes, that's correct. Uh, your home girl was out partying well, I on think a Sunday we, night. We need to to go back a little bit to Friday. I think Friday kind of snowballed right. into our weekend. Right. We did. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Had quite, so, quite a weekend. Yeah. I'm quite a I'm gonna yawn just thinking about it actually. Right. So Friday <laughs> So Friday I was dog sitting all day. Right. Um and you I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> um, True. We we were on vacation, so like we didn't oh, have yeah, anything yeah. to do. We weren't going to work right. or anything. And so, so I think I just kind of putzed around the house, you know. As usual. And my usual. And so I had to be at this person's house at like 8.30 in the morning. (laughs) Sucker. Right. Whenever I got paid. And um, so I dog sat all day. And then you and our mother went into work for. Oh, yeah. We did do that. A few hours. Um, Had a guitar lesson. It was not great. Hadn't played in a couple of weeks. Um, and then I had to dog sit until like 7 30. Mm-hmm. They came back from oh, a day really at Disneyland. You're really out your day. We're getting a play well, by play it, here. In my head, it makes sense. So, anyways, we were invited to Alyssa's boyfriend. Boyfriend. I don't know what to call him. <laughs> Her boyfriend. Oh, okay, boyfriend. His yeah, 30th birthday. His birthday. Um, um, yeah, yeah, we were invited. We it were was late. at this cool bar near Pigal. Right. Very cool. Bo- good vibes. Like, good vibes. Cool super bar. chill. I was on the fence of going because I was really tired from literally hanging out with the dog all day. But I went. We went with Emma, and it was great. I had um, some bottles of wine. Yes, we did have a lot of bottles of wine. And that, you know, snowballed into us getting home at, like, 2 a.m., yeah. Like 2.30. Yeah. Didn't do anything Saturday. Nope. Personally, nothing. I you? don't think I left the house on Saturday. Great. I just literally laid on our couch and um, watched YouTube videos. Right. And and then so we kind of like yeah. stayed in, did nothing. And then Sunday. Wait, oh, right. I was like, wait, you forgot Saturday. But we did but literally we, we nothing. We didn't do anything Saturday. <laughs> But no, because then I fell asleep uh-huh. at like 5 p.m. Uh-huh. and I woke up at like 10 p.m., which right. I completely fucked up my sleep schedule. Sleep schedule, yeah. Because we got home at 2.30. Right. And I like woke up at like 10. Right. But I was so exhausted. Didn't have coffee. And so I woke up 10. Didn't go to bed until like 7.30. 
8 a.m. I swear. And then when did you sleep until on Sunday? Like 10. So weird. My sleep schedule is fucked. Jesus, no wonder you don't go out much. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, it really fucks me up. So then (laughs) on Sunday, Mm -hmm. I went to lunch with friends. Yeah. A friend, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You only have one. You went to lunch. But it's not Emily. It was someone else. Right. You went to lunch with Alyssa Alyssa and and Emma. Emma. But later. Yeah. It was probably around like, oh, no. Yeah. It wasn't until like you left. You left to go to Starbucks. Yeah. And like, quote unquote, work, whatever. Right. It was around. That was around like one ish, I think. Spent a couple hours there. Came back home. During that time, I left. Dropped my shit off. And you came back. Went back to lunch. And. And then I did not see you. Right. (laughs) Until. 2.30 the next morning. This morning. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, we we grabbed some lunch. We went to this really cool spot um, that has, like, Thai food. Just really delicious. Love Thai food. Um, And then, you know, we were walking around the canals. Oh, that's where you were. Yeah. And um, ended up walking by this uh, really nice... Oh, you went bar place. So we went to Comptoir General. I know where that is. I've been yeah, there. and we were like, you know, let's just have a little Sunday cocktail, and this was it's never the a good idea of the fucking end. Like truly, you guys, you three. Oh my god! Together. I know when the three of us are together, it's like bad news bears. Yes. Um, we have no control over what happens. So like we're sitting Absolutely there drinking not. our cocktails, um, and Emma is actually like in the process of selling some of her furniture on online oh yeah because spoiler and alert she's leaving right forever we're very sad we are very sad I this know. was our little project with her yeah we're gonna have to find a replacement i know <laughs> i mean she was literally in the first podcast and that's it and every i feel it. like every week we're like emma's still not here yeah i know so and now, now she's back like, and she's leaving again i know it's very sad but so she's in the process of selling furniture and someone hit her up because it's like one of those like craigslist type things um but like in for, for france and so someone hit her up about buying one of her chairs and they're like do you mind if i stop by i can come today to like check it out before i buy it and she was kind of like nervous, obviously, because she lives alone. So Alyssa and I were like, we'll totally come hang with you. So we did that. And like on our way to her place, we're like, should we get some wine? And she's like, well, I also have champagne at home. Oh, but we still bought a bottle of wine. (laughs) And we like at this point, at this point had had like, you know, rum punch at this place. that's like Jamaican inspired bar situation. (laughs) So we had rum punch. Then we go to Emma's house. We have pink champagne. Then we open the bottle of red wine. Oh, this the mixing. Oh my god, I know. I know is making my and then like we're feeling it. And I was supposed to have dinner with um, one of my really good friends uh, from high school, and so I. Was Didn't like I ended it. up kind of she was she's here in Paris for a couple of days with her husband and I ended up being like girls like it's super close let's just 
go to fucking like come to dinner with us. Um, it was her husband's birthday. So I was like, it'll be fun, whatever. So we go there. We're drinking wine at dinner. White wine now. We've switched to white wine. <laughs> this is- um, and we had like a great little dinner. It was in the French brasserie, you know, a classic. Right. And then we ended up obviously at our fave spot. Gatsby's. The return. The return of, of Gatsby's. Gatsby's. Well, because we were kind of like talking it up and it was Justin's birthday. That's my friend's husband. Um, How do you talk of a place like that? that place and we is were just kind of like, we're so dump. close. I could see it from where I was sitting at the dinner table. So I was like, guys, like, you know. We it's can, calling my name. We can literally keep this party going. You guys, you know you're not allowed to go to Gatsby's <laughs> without me. Honestly? crazy it's crazy like Gatsby's is definitely the sign that our night is gonna be out of hand yeah absolutely and you're doing so so do you want to hear more about the different alcohols we were drinking so we get to Gatsby's we literally were talking up so much the fact that we like always get free shots of Jet Monset at Gatsby's oh my god it's back so the first thing that happened was that um my friend got us a round of Jet Monset shots (laughs) so we did Jet Monset and then um we got we like got drinks Emma turned to gin oh and I had an old-fashioned oh my god and I am not kidding when I tell you that at this point, I think you've noticed we've had five million different types of alcohol. Like every single alcohol in the food pyramid. Food we've pyramid. We've consumed. Okay. Well, you know what I mean. In the alcohol pyramid. In the in the table of What is the bottom of that pyramid? Of alcohol. What is the foundation of the alcohol pyramid? Honestly. Wine. Wine. I think so. I would say it's wine. For I think sure. so. For sure. And then at the tippy top. It's jet on set. <laughs> at the tippy tippy top. The it tippy is jet top. On set. And we literally had wine and then every single thing in between. That and I'm not so gonna disgusting. lie. There were shots of whiskey involved at some oh point God. too. Dude. I know. Dude. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? I know. We're not you Yeah. This I don't know how long you guys stayed at, at Gatsby's for. Until it closed. Right. Which was around probably two ish. Fast forward to two thirty this morning. This morning. Monday morning. I'm it is like back to school from Oh yes. From vacation. Right. So today was supposed to be first day back at work after two weeks off. After two weeks off. And Wheezy baby. That's Wheezy me. went out last night and and forward, I was, flash forward to 2.30 this morning. Eloise rings our doorbell. <laughs> she has keys, mind you. She has keys. I I did end up finding them today. They were in my coat pocket. But sure, apparently, sure, sure. Um, but apparently last night, drunk Eloise was like, nah, it's 2.30 a.m. Let me ring the doorbell. Right, right, right. So right, right. I sit up in my bed, fully panicked. And I was like, <laughs> I literally talked to myself. I was like, did I dream that? Because... Previously, I had mentioned to Eloise that I heard the doorbell ring, but it was definitely in my dream. Right. And I was like, this is happening again. Yeah. Whatever. I'm going to go back to bed. Cut to like two minutes later, the doorbell rings again, and I'm freaking out. <laughs> I am freaking out. <laughs> Our mom comes out of her room, and she like opens my the, the door to my room, and she's like, what is that? <laughs> and we're like... Is this where we die? Like, this is where we and die. It We're going to get just murdered. Me. Eloise is 
talking up a storm. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, I really had to pee. What she said. The details are fuzzy. Right. Very fuzzy. She was so awake. <laughs> I don't understand. It's the jet fun set, guys. It's the jet fun set. Right. And, and then I peed. And Yeah, you were like, move, I need to pee. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, my mom and I were looking at each other like, what is she, what is her deal? <laughs> they were like, what is she on? Honestly. I was on all of the alcohol. Guys. I didn't know you consumed this much alcohol. Yeah, no. I mean, to be fair, like, it started around se- 6, 6, 7 p.m. That's insane. <laughs> And then it just didn't stop. I could never. Yeah, no, I know. It, I, it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. It was excessive. Like, obviously, we all know it was. Excessive. You are excessive. I am ex. I, I'm definitely very excessive. Um. And so yeah. So this morning, I got woken up by the sound of like the door slamming as my mom and sister are leaving for work. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't actually feel that bad. Like, I feel like I've had worse hangovers. I was truly fine and awake at 830 when you guys left. But I was really tired. And so I just like kind of laid in bed and I was just like, you know, I'm just going to take a minute, you know. Or just a few hours. And then... It just, I really needed to shower and then it ended up me, like, I just, yeah. I didn't end up getting into the shower until, like, 11.30, so. Right. You know. So, Eloise didn't go to work today. (laughs) So, Eloise did not go to work today. Basically. But... Jenna had a really fun time telling all of our coworkers oh, that yeah, yeah, I was yeah. hungover. When in reality, I was, like, pretty fine and I ended up, like, going to get coffee probably around, like, 12 31 whatever you gotta tell yourself on what 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 never mind i yeah you know people were um were like oh is eloise like traveling or is eloise like nobby what is she doing did she ditch you today and i was like no she's hungover and it was truly truly fun to say Right. I mean, people, I feel like, I don't know if our coworkers know your, your, your heights, you know, your limits, your Gatsby. <laughs> I know my limits. Your Gatsby, so, like, you know, you know, yeah. Right. So yeah, a lot of, I hope that they ask you follow-up questions tomorrow, really. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to get follow-up questions or, or at least like comments that are going to be like, so, so how you feeling? Need some water. And I'm going to be like, listen, one of my best friends from high school was here for like one night only. I could see her. It was her husband's birthday. Like, Thanks for the invite, bitch. You know, I took a personal day. Sue me. I mean, it doesn't really matter for Sue you. me. So yeah. No, it was a great night. Honestly, it was hilarious. What we do is not very, you know, it's admin. (laughs) Yeah. So. Listen. Answering some phones. Right. Writing some emails. Right. Yeah, I know. But I'm excited to go to work tomorrow, you know? Right. Just an extra little day. Right. After two weeks, what's an extra day? Hey, you know, a lot of of kids weren't here today, so. Right. Well, that's because they're all off traveling to wonderful places. 
Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. is this your first time working in admin? What were you doing before? What was I? I mean, like, technically, work-wise. the job I had before this one was I when never I really worked understood. in Australia. Well, I don't really count that. Right. Yeah. Well, because it was just kind of like a job I was doing when I was studying there. Right. The photo studio. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm thinking about NARS. Right. Because I never really understood what you did. <laughs> and you've said it so many times. Right. I know you worked with makeup artists, but. Yeah. That's it. You know? <laughs> well, so, so, um, I worked on the communications team, the global communications team, which is pretty much just public relations, um. And it was in New York, and uh, New York is where NARS's headquarters are, like global headquarters are. So what what we did, like on our team, was set the PR strategy for all of the product launches, pretty much. Um, the thing is that typically in public relations, you work mostly with the media. So that means like editors at magazines and stuff like that. Um, also we had like a digital team that took care of like the, uh, online media as well as like bloggers, vloggers, all that fun stuff. And then, um, my job was to do pretty much what they did, but I had to create strategies specifically geared towards the makeup artists. So, you know, the traditional PR team was creating a strategy to engaged editors. The digital PR team was creating strategies to engage like digital influencers. And I was doing it to engage makeup artists. And it's pretty much right. just like looking at all of the new products that are coming out and deciding, you know, which ones are the biggest focus. Um and then which one we really want to push and then figuring out a way to, you know, make it interesting and fun and to talk to um, makeup artists about it so that they'll end up like using it eventually if they like it. And, you know. Yeah, I think I get it. Potentially. I might forget it. it tomorrow. I mean, it entailed a lot of different things. Like you worked it, a lot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I worked a lot. I and a lot of granted, hours. I only lived with you for one year of the eight years that you were, or seven years that I was in New York. Yeah, yeah, seven years. Seven years, but yeah, you worked a lot. Yeah, no, at, I no, did. at and NARS specifically. What? At NARS, like I saw it when we lived together well right barely saw you i know well you were also you're doing your own thing too well but yeah yeah. i mean i because i feel like our team our team at nars was quite small so we all had kind of like a lot of responsibilities and which is kind of good it was for you it was cool yeah it was really cool because i definitely got to learn a lot and grow a lot when i was there kind of went from like not really knowing anything at all to definitely having a lot of confidence and like 
what I can do and like how much I can do, how much I can learn and kind of like set goals for myself and like exceed those goals as well. Um, yeah, because you're a very goal oriented person. Yeah. Unlike me. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I, it's, and you know, sometimes it's hard because even I have to admit, like, even when I was in it, like you, even if you aren't actually like outlining specific goals for yourself, like a good manager will always kind of like tell you when you're doing the right thing and whatnot and you know how good your work is and all that stuff and it's it's always nice to hear that yeah yeah you know so even if you're not really actually like setting a specific goal writing it down whatever like getting those reminders that like what you're doing is working and you should kind of keep going and keep doing that and well yeah because you your first job out of college was doing social yeah, it was for... a little mix of a few different things. It was kind of like social media, also PR for a nail like polish a... company yeah. called Pretty NYC. Right. And that was like first job, but also first like delving into PR. Yeah. Yeah. I and that was really... like a, a kind of, was it a startup? I mean, it, it I feel was, like it was pretty new or pretty small It was small pretty team. new when I was there. It was, uh, I'd say, a few years. It had, um, it had been. I think it was a salon originally where they oh, also okay. had their own brand of nail polish, and then became just nail polish. Like specifically, they, sh- um, the founder shut down the salon. Or I think she sold it. Um, right. But, yeah, but I got there, and it was a really small team. It was, like, three people, you know, one that was doing sales, one was the the founder who did, like, a little bit of everything, and then there was me, and I was kind of there to do social for them. Um, Yeah, and then how long did you stay there? I was there for a year. And then you moved on to? To NARS. Which is, like, such a – was it a contrast from going to, like, this little – tiny well, little team to like a huge I mean it did feel a lot bigger it was definitely a change I mean especially since in my I first like job a... I was working from home like right which was cool because you definitely have a lot of flexibility but in your personally like for someone like me I like being in an environment that like makes me feel I don't know more conducive that's more conducive yeah, yeah, to like to working because work. like I I worked from home but at the same time I was never actually like at home working or very rarely because like I would just be sitting on my couch and it's just it doesn't really feel like working and I don't like that like I like to feel like I'm working otherwise I'm just like you're paying me to sit on your couch and like write about (laughs) nail polish like that doesn't feel real you know so when I got my job at NARS, it was, you know, going to an office and having right, right, a team right. and having, like, status meetings every week and, you know, yeah, like, not only working with two other people, it's working with, like, 15 other people on your team and then about 100 other people in the company and, you know. Right. Just, you got to definitely, definitely. get good at those, like, passive-aggressive emails. 
Right. Oh, yeah. Like those memes that (laughs) that go around like, per my last email. I feel like you're very good at that. Oh, yeah. No, I am. You're good at that in real life. So. (laughs) Right. Well, because I I love a good. um, I I always like passive email. I love to like kill them with kindness, you know. So never outright kind of yell at someone or be rude or whatever. Just mm-hmm. keep being super friendly and be like, yes, per my last email with a giant smile on your face, like typing away. And then maybe add a smiley face at the end. Thanks in like, advance. Yeah. We were talking about exactly. that with Sagong and Emily and how yeah. like it's just emails are kind of great. Yeah. You can be like, great. honestly, like. I did also learn to appreciate a good phone call. Oh, I can't. Because phones leave no trace. And that's important like a message? sometimes. No, I mean, like, when you're talking to someone on the phone, they can't, whatever happened, whatever is said on the phone can't Big really is come back listening. to, like, bite you in the ass. You know what I Someone's mean? Someone's always listening. I mean, very possibly, but try and prove it you know what i mean right with an email i always love that too you know like in- included here is a copy of the email i sent you you know oh, I hate that. <laughs> on this date like months and months ago with you know whatever the task you needed to perform was or what oh my god I would oh yeah hate oh, yeah. to work for you <laughs> no i'm a good boss i swear i don't know man you had some fun times at NARS. I did. I had great times at NARS. I did. I that did. Was... We had so a great you team. Worked... You worked there for six years? No, no, no. I was there for three years. Oh. Right. I was in New York for seven for years. For seven. No, I don't know how to do math. Yeah. We, we've math established studies. this. Right, right, right. No, three years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like it was so much longer. No. It was like. Three, three years pretty much on the dot. That's crazy. I know. But like, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It was, it was honestly to watch you like, we would leave the apartment at like the same time in the morning, like yeah. 8 a.m. And then you would get home at like 1130. Right. Even later, like depending if it was fashion week or whatever. Right. And I'd be like in bed right because i got home at like four yeah yeah because i was in class i had like a school schedule yeah and you were just like nope always working yeah yeah i mean rise and grind baby rise and and grind baby (laughs) it's hard also because like when you're in the states and you're working in all across all the u.s and you're based in New York and, like, L.A. still has, you know, like, three hours on you. So, right, you know, the end of their work day there is around 6 p.m., but that makes it 9 in New York. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're still emailing people, getting requests for things. Like, FedEx closes at a certain time, guys. It's not a 24-hour gig. So, <sighs> you know, Yeah. You gotta hustle, man. Gotta <laughs> the hustle. hustle never stops. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, I think also 
something that I learned and something that I see, which I've kind of learned to appreciate about myself is that I, I was never one of those people that would kind of just like sit and kind of rest on her laurels, I guess. Like for me, it's very important to do my job, do my job well, do it fully, yeah. you know, really get it done and work hard because that's like that's the rewarding part of it like yes you're getting paid whatever but at the end of the day like if you're getting paid and you're doing shit work like how is that supposed to make you feel good about yourself i don't know man i mean it's just lazy and i hate that and um (laughs) i feel very attacked right now Uh, but I mean, no, but like, we're two different people. <laughs> well, there's a difference between, I feel like, I don't know, a lot of people, I think, in older generations look at our generation and are like, these kids are so entitled. Entitled. Yeah. And, you know, they'll, they'll get a job just because they like, want to have money and like be able to like go out or whatever i'm like i just need to pay my rent you know like right i just this is like bare necessities you know living in new york also exactly living in new york isn't fucking cheap and yeah you know you got to make your money like somehow but obviously i would prefer making it doing something that i love and i'd also prefer people know that i'm that i love what i do and i'm good at it yeah so, you know, I, I realize that it's not and it's not the same for everyone. And, you know, if you like to live your life like that and like. No, I never really understood people who. Who do a job just to do a job. Like, obviously, yeah, the goal, like so many people are just like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. See, I mean, I don't necessarily be- – I don't like saying that because I, I feel like – I lived it, so. I feel like it makes it seem like working hard, I don't know, is, a, is almost a bad thing. I don't think that necessarily. I think that but it's if like, you love what you, you do, you will – But it's like you can love what you do – but it also can be completely exhausting, like physically, right. emotionally. And I feel like when you say something like, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, is kind of like taking away the fact that like some people put their fucking heart and soul into what they do. And like, yeah, they're they're working at it, trust me. And they feel it, you know? And that's I think that's something to be valued. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I don't I I feel like that saying is just so dismissive and it's really triggering to me, obviously. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> but um Yeah, I but circling back to people that just do a job to like do a job. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. No. Like I don't obviously, get it yeah. Obviously f- I would think I guess it's not like that for everyone that people would want to follow their passions and their dreams and like, you know, right. Have those goals, like set those goals and like get them. Yeah, for sure. But people just like settle for stuff. 
Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not. But some people are happy like that. Which is, I don't, I don't know. I, it, I it is, it. I, when you're not that type of person, it is weird to think about that. That some people just do a job because it's a job and yeah. they just need to have a job, you know? I mean, yeah, everyone That's needs it. money to survive. Right. Like, like, we all kind of need to play our part. It's just, I guess, it's true. Like, you have to decide, like, how willing you are to to kind of, like, chase your own dream. And, you know, some people's dream is just to have a job and be able to pay their rent and they don't really care how that's done and that's fine. But I I also think that there's certain industries that, like, it's very different. It's harder to find those types of people, yeah, I feel like. Because, I mean, I, NARS is a makeup brand. It's beauty. And I feel like you have to usually be quite driven and passionate about what you're talking about. About, like, the product, about the company, I think that all that. with that, like, beauty and fashion and all those are... Right. Yeah, you have like, to. Like, entertainment Because everyone wants like to do it. And, right. like... And you really have to, and it's you a lot of fucking work. Yeah, it's you have a to lot fight of work. For, it's like, really hard, and it's like, it's a kind of job that like doesn't really have that nine to five. You know, you get here, store opens, store. You have a lunch break, <laughs> store closes. Like that's oh that's not the kind of life Are that you? you would have if you go into one of those things. And like, I don't. It's not glamorous at all to to think that you know. It's like. Yeah, people go out to lunches and dinners and parties and launch events and all that kind of stuff. And, like, it's cool. It's fun. But a lot of work goes into it first, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, yeah. it's it's not all fun all the time. Dude, believe me. I know about that not nine to five. Yeah. And, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you, you started on a career path. Started. Started. A career path that was also like non-traditional yeah it was creative in a sense yeah in a sense in a sense it was creative but i think that like you know i am the complete opposite of eloise in some ways i just like have passions but i'm into trying a little bit of everything and at a point in my life, I thought that cooking would be that that thing for me. Right. And um, so I went into it. Mm-hmm. And yes, I did go to a couple cooking schools. Yeah, you did. Met some great people. I went to one in New York. I went to one in Paris. Whatever. And then. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. We don't have to talk about it. And then, you know, started. um Started working in a couple places. In a couple kitchens. Not at the same time, but um, one right. after the other. Yeah. And yeah, man, um, it's intense. Yeah. Cooking is not for the faint of heart. No. Like, you have no life. None. Right. Like, you gotta be there at, like, 8 a.m. sometimes, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm starting to prep and i mean yours is almost even a little even more i guess like untraditional in terms of the timetable because like sometimes you're you have like two days off a week but your two days could be separate like it's not like you you have weekends every weekend 
for like Saturday, Sunday. Like sometimes your days off are like, I don't know, Tuesday and Thursday. I mean, in France, you have to have two days off that are consecutive. Oh, okay. That's a law. Okay. Um, wow. French people. Know your laws. They're the real Hello. MVPs. <gasps> yeah. So you have to have two days off, uh, consecutive two days off. Okay. So but I, it could be in the middle of the week. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of times they would um, move you around, and it's very, very rare that you would get Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, the first place that I worked at was at um, – Trocadero and it was they were like reopening because it had been a restaurant before but they had redone everything and so it was like coming in everything was new we were like putting stuff away like it was really from day one we were all there and it was great but also we were all trying to find our strides and all, all all trying to like figure out how we were gonna like like where we should be like what we should do yeah and their plans the owner's plans for that restaurant were was just honestly to make money and like fit as many people as they could Mm -hmm. the owners had a lot of celebrity contacts and like you know they really like yeah really just wanted to fill that place up and it was spot yeah i mean it's it's a great location Mm -hmm. you get a great view of the eiffel tower yeah that you get basically nowhere else unless you're inside the Tower. but um that's another story but um um but that was like a hundred seats inside and then when we opened the terrace it was like another 200 seats Mm -hmm. and our kitchen was not big and we there were some services man where we like suffered yeah like on when you got that brunch on saturday that like brunch service where everyone just wants like oh my god i don't know club sandwiches and caesar salads and uh, it's just and you're doing like 200 um 200 seats it's you're just exhausted after and you you have to sometimes come back and do the dinner service right and you have like a three hour break and you're just like I can't. I can't go back. It, it must be. That's the thing. It must be hard if you're like leaving work for three hours to like motivate yourself to go back. Yeah. It's kind of like I when those you're shifts. leaving your office and you take your laptop and you're like, I'll just finish this at home. And you get home and you're like, but my couch is here. My TV yeah. is here. My bubble bath is here. Like and sometimes some of the other guys would just go in their locker room and just sleep. Yeah. And just like sleep for like you know half an hour and then start prepping for dinner you know that's crazy and it's just like yeah it's exhausting it's it's definitely like again a rhythm that you very much have to be willing to to maintain yeah and i obviously couldn't yeah i am not doing that anymore (laughs) um because it's also a very competitive uh, career path yeah i would say it also depends on what restaurant you're at because mm. yeah i did <laughs> it's embarrassing it's not embarrassing but i you know spent two weeks in a michelin star restaurant it was one michelin but it like everyone was just so intense mm-hmm. and they just wanted to be better than everyone else so they could move up right and they didn't care what they did yeah and you're just like my mental health is already very weak. 
So I can't do this. You're like, I'm too fragile for this. My mind is... And some people... That's the thing. Like, some people are not as competitive. I'm not competitive. Yeah. And yet our mother insists you're the athletic one of the Well, I... You don't need to be competitive to be an athlete, do you? Are those two mutually exclusive? I think that there's some correlation there. There's some. I'm not saying that I'm not competitive at all. I'm just not competitive in that aspect. I don't see, like, I don't want to compete with other people to be better than them. Right. To, you know, one-up them. Like, I will prove myself. Yeah. I don't need to put someone else down to prove that I'm better than Right. Them. Well, that's, see, that's the thing that's different. It's like, I feel it's the type of and that's industry where, everything. you know, it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's acceptable that you yeah. might have to, like, step on other people to get to oh, where you want to be. And it's that kind of culture. That Especially totally in that Michelin ex- place. accepts that. Yeah. And I'm sure it's not like that in every Michelin place, but that was And it rough. also depends on the chef that you're working for, I'm sure, as well. Yeah. I mean, our chef wasn't there. That's true. <laughs> so it was fine, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I just accidentally yanked my uh, headphones out. Right. But, um, yeah, so I did. I bopped around and realized that I couldn't keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And I can't not have a life. Right. But then again, I do want to go into film. So those hours yeah. are crazy, also too. Also not going to be. But but that's something that you know, I if, if want you, to do. Yeah, that's the thing. If it's something that you're passionate about you'll that's the thing you'll just you'll you'll put in the work if it's something you're passionate about you'll put in the work and like you'll figure out how to have a life around it yeah absolutely you know you'll build it you'll build your work into your life so i just yeah yeah it's important to to find that balance but i feel like a lot of people have to go through um I guess that extreme, like no one is good at balancing their work life and their personal life from the get go. Like, I definitely think that people most of the time, like in, in at least in industries where they have demanding, yeah. demanding hours or something like that, like something that's a little more non-traditional, I guess. I, I think that it's normal to struggle a bit and to maybe either, like, push yourself too hard and, like, work too much or maybe you're, like, not really putting in enough work, you know. But you kind of have to, yeah, find find that balance. Yeah, it's tough when you don't have the same hours as any of your friends. Right, exactly. That's also also a struggle like all of your friends have saturday sunday and you're just like yeah no i have to feed everyone right (laughs) yeah yeah you go out to restaurants on saturday sunday well guess what i'll be (laughs) i will be cooking that food yeah but you know it's yeah a life yeah so i mean film film will be it i think it'll be the schedule obviously is gonna gonna be different yeah. Again, not like a nine to five schedule, but it might be better. It might actually end up being better because you're also not like, I mean, 
I guess it depends what you're going to be doing in film. That's another thing you have to figure right. out. But I I'm like, you're not going to be out. standing around cooking all day. So maybe, you know, but who knows? I, yeah. You might be standing around doing other stuff. 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 Yeah. Well, I think um, it'll be fun. I need to figure my now life Now you out. just have to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. I just, I am the uh, queen of person, of a uh, queen of not knowing what I want to do in my life, which is so the opposite of Eloise. She just like did it the right way, you know? In- I mean, not necessarily, I didn't necessarily like know what I wanted to do with my life. I just kind of like went in a direction that was interesting to me and things kind of worked out. Right. You know, but but yeah. Lucky you. Also the thing is that I'm I'm one of those people that like I don't know what I want until I know what I don't want. So like you set out into a path and everything's kind of like falling into place and it seems so good and then you know, I, I did get to a point where I was like, but is this really what I want to do? Like how do I know that I don't want to do anything else. Yeah. You know? And that's when I decided I wanted to, like, go off and try something different to make sure that that was really the direction I wanted to be heading. Yeah, which is, like... But some people are just... They know know what they want to do, and they'll just, like, stick with it and keep going and be like, all right, this is it. We're here. Yeah. But, like, I'm... You know, you, you can have those moments of doubt. And I think it's... What's cool about our generation is that we can also... We're not chained to one career path. That's a thing, yeah. You know, we're, we're allowed to say, okay, you know what? Listen, I don't love this as much as I thought I would. Like, I'm going to rethink this and, like, maybe try something different and, and go in a different direction. And honestly, that's fine. Yeah, that's very like our I feel like our mother doesn't get that we didn't like do one thing, you know, because that's right. what she did. Right. Yeah. Like she, she knew she knew she wanted to be a teacher. Like education was her thing. Like yeah. yeah, she worked in retail for a second. Right, but but she always knew that she wanted to teach and she's been at the same job for like 30 years. Yeah. And like that generation does not understand like us millennials being like i want to do this for a couple years oh wait actually i want to do that yeah oh wait let me do that yeah like this is it but i love that yeah i love trying a bunch of things i know i'm excited (laughs) i'm also very tired (laughs) i know i'm so tired i think that you know talking about also talking about like all of the work that I used to do is exhausting. Yeah, wow. you do so much work now. We do a lot of work, so but also work. spending our days with children is fucking exhausting. It is exhausting. <laughs> Even guys. though we don't like interact with them all the time like teachers do. Right. Teachers need a shout out because teachers do the most. Oh god. Honestly, I could it's like never. Listen, guys. Guys. You you know how it's frowned upon to be rude to people in the service industry? True. Think of it this way. Teachers are not in the service industry, but they are literally educating your children. Yeah. So while you're off at work doing whatever important... Whatever CEO business. Thing you're doing. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure it's very important and someone in the world cares. 
But your teachers... Savage. (laughs) Your teachers are teaching these kids so that they can go on and have a future and they have to deal with all their bullshit personalities. Oh my god, yeah. Especially in like private schools when the parents and the kids sometimes feel entitled because they're paying a lot of money right exactly then that's a hard no you might be paying a lot of money but you're also not spending all day with your damn kids yeah some parents don't realize that (laughs) parents do not realize they're just like yeah i see them when i come home from work at nine right for 20 minutes right before they go to bed and then and honestly like that's it. and shout out to working parents like for sure it's a struggle and single parents and yeah single working parents especially it is totally a struggle and i get it but guys do not be rude to teachers absolutely like these people are educating your kids dude it's important yeah i will say that just really quick that working in the service industry made me very impatient <laughs> with with like servers and like kitchen staff which is so me i I don't do that on purpose but like when i wait a while for food i'm like what's going on back there i hope they're okay (laughs) who's fucking up like why am i waiting 10 minutes for you know something that should take five i mean depends on the kitchen but yeah (laughs) but yeah no being rude to waiters and teachers is a is a no. no it's a no so do better. Think about it. I do mean, better. Be better. Think better. Live better. What is this? A motivational podcast? We are a motivational podcast. Are we? That's the goal. <laughs> you know? Cool, cool, cool. What is it? Believe, achieve something. There's like, I don't know. It's kind live, of laugh, like love. live, laugh, love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we both went live, there. Live, laugh, love, people. Be- believe it. Dream it, be I- it. <laughs> there you go. What is it? Dream um, it, be it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that was, that was work. a nice little, nice little chat related to Eloise spending 30 minutes on talking about NARS. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot to talk about. If you have any questions about my career thus far, <laughs> please feel free to hit me up on Instagram. Uh, we are the dad's pod on Instagram yeah. and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Feel free to keep sending tweet message us. our ways. Um, live tweet like Naya does. Yes. Live tweet that. when you listen to the podcast like Naya does. Shout out to Naya who's in Hong Kong <laughs> live tweeting when she listens to the dad's pod. We Keep love you, Naya. Up. Um, and yeah, just, you know. Hit us up. Hit us up. Share our podcast. Share. Listen to it listen. on repeat. I know this repeat. episode is really long, but you know, just yeah, fall this asleep outro to it. Is, is, is dragging on you always say that i do that i know i'm trying to wrap it up bitch (laughs) all right wrap it up here you've been eloise i've been jenna see you in the next episode